Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Friday the 13th of August. Today, we're talking good news for the AFLW, bad news for AFL in Tasmania, and maybe some good news for soccer fans. But first... The NRL is fast becoming a question of not which team will win the comp, but which team will have the pleasure of losing to the Melbourne Storm in the grand final. Ryan Pappenhausen, he's kicked it. What a way to bring the curtain down on another Melbourne Storm win, an 18th victory in a row. Last night's 26-16 win over the Raiders, as called by Channel 9, not only puts the Storm in the box seat to claim the minor premiership, but also leaves them one win short of the all-time record for consecutive victories set by the Roosters back in 1975. One to go. But it was a double whammy for the Raiders, with the loss meaning that they'll likely fall out of the top eight by the end of the round, and forward Corey Harawiranara is likely to be handed a big ban after he was sent off and placed on report for a high shot on storm half Jerome Hughes. Yeah, grand. Oh! The ball, oh, he says it's high and forceful. Now, you know what that means, and the boys are restless. It means Corey's season is over. Hughes was forced to leave the field with concussion, and according to coach Craig Bellamy, Hughes had no memory of the game at all. So, with only three rounds left, I think Corey can start planning his end-of-season trip. Canberra has been plunged into lockdown over a COVID outbreak that's suspected to have originated in Sydney. Sorry, Corey. Looks like it's going to have to be a staycation in the nation's capital. Not just the women, but for anyone who is a fan of the AFLW, loosen up the shoulders and get your hands to the sky because Season 6 of the AFLW will kick off this December with 14 teams fighting for a spot in the March Grand Final. But after that, the AFLW is getting supersized. All four remaining clubs, Essendon, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide and the Sydney Swans, will join the NAB AFLW Women's Competition in 2022, ready for Season 7. AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin making the announcement yesterday with the expansion set to increase the AFLW's lead as the single biggest employer of professional sportswomen in Australia, taking the number from 420 female athletes to 540. Simply, the competition is now whole. But while the AFLW was getting bigger, it looks like AFL in Tassie is staying the same. So... Where's that Penske file? Uh, do you mean the Carter Report? The one that examines the viability of a Tasmanian AFL team? Well, that report will be made public today by AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin. But we at the scorecard, by way of our mate Tom Brown at Channel 7, can give you a sneak peek into the findings as to whether the report does or does not support a 19th team being based in the Apple Isle. My understanding tonight is that report does recommend that Tasmania deserve a team. The AFL should find a way collegiately to get Tasmania a team, but there's no business case at the moment for a 19th team or an additional licence. It doesn't add money to the TV deal. So the best way in the report's view is for a team to go down there, like potentially potentially North Melbourne to relocate or alternatively for a team to do a deal to play a lot of games in Tasmania. Which would seem to be the worst possible recommendation. Uh, Two things we know for sure. One, we know Tasmania want their own team, not a Melbourne team relocated. And two, we know that North Melbourne have no interest in relocating to be the team in Tasmania. So what we're recommending 
is not to give Tasmania their own team and to make North Melbourne relocate. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? The report doesn't really mean anything. Gil McLaughlin has said not to expect a decision tomorrow, but merely the report will be giving everybody the information. And even if the AFL does decide to allocate Tasmania a licence for a 19th team, they'd still need 14 of the existing 18 teams to support the idea. So it's fair to say there is a Bass Straits worth of water to go under the bridge before we see a team in Tassie. With the Women's Football World Cup being jointly hosted by Australia and New Zealand in 2023 and the Olympics heading to Brisbane in 2034, Football Australia knows that now is the time to investigate the possibility of hosting the Men's FIFA World Cup. Football Australia CEO James Johnson confirmed that Australia had an interest in hosting the 2034 World Cup, but that a bid had not yet been made. Australia famously missed out on hosting the 2022 World Cup in somewhat dubious circumstances and losing to Qatar, a bid which cost the Aussie taxpayer a cool $46 million. But the more likely path to Australia winning the right to host in 2034 will involve us partnering with a neighbouring country, with Johnson admitting to the Sydney Morning Herald, I don't see any future World Cups being run by one country. So now, we just have to decide who we want to partner up with. You choo-choo-choose me? And that is your fast, fun hit of sport to wrap up your week. But don't worry, because there is plenty of sport to fill your weekend. AFL, NRL, Super Netball semi-finals, and Test 2 of the Bledisloe Cup is also on this weekend. So, settle into your couch and get comfy. I mean, that's all most of us are allowed to do at the moment anyway. I'm Liam Flanagan. Stay safe, be well. I'll see you Monday for another Hit of the Scorecard. Listener.